Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, love is what changed me. What about you? When I intersected with the truth, I found love and grace. His words to me were profound and compelling and, of course, convicting. But it was love that drove Jesus to the cross. It was love that drove the Almighty to create this world in the first place. We know this because of the words, because of words. Words are powerful. The word, the word is the most powerful. The written word is something that we've started to lose. Certainly handwritten word. We're a video world now. Pit stop, Dayspring in Bentonville, Arkansas. Dayspring brings the word alive with fervor as it presents real love in cards, gifts, books, and so much more. Today, Kathy Branzell with Love 2020 joins us and brings James Barnett from Dayspring to talk about their coordination and about how their coordination is bringing an authentic touch of Jesus to every person in the United States by the end of 2020. Kathy Branzell and James Barnett, welcome to I Work For Him. Was there a time in your life where you're like, you had to just say, okay, I'm really doing this. I'm really all in for Jesus. You know, I think there's there's a number of inflection points, uh, you know, that happened in my journey. And one of those, uh, when I was 17 and uh, a junior in high school and then a number of things happened in a in our school situation and, and some relationships. And it was a time when I had to really go to the Lord and say, you know, you're real. And I, I, you talk, I can know a lot about who God is, but when you, what does it mean to experience who God is? And, mm-hmm. and that was a time and an inflection point that was, you know, I, I, I've always said in, you know, under pressure, we, we run to God or away from God. Uh, we don't usually stay in one right. place, stay where we are. And uh, that was a time that I just uh, said, Lord, I need you desperately. And unless you show up, I don't have any answers. James, as you share your, um, thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story. How is your faith now shaping your work as the the leader of Dayspring? Well, you know, I think, you know, as we, as we journey along through life, uh, you know, as we, growing our faith and, and developing that, you know, we have challenges and, and problems that uh, the Lord puts in our, our path and allows us to be shaped. And I think for me, you know, it's been uh, life events, life things that have, that have happened that continue to press me and my own faith and, and help shape me and who I am. And obviously our workplace is, is um, part of that challenging the things that we have. And the Lord has just given us, you know, great grace through the years here at Dayspring and, and great opportunities to to live out our faith with the changing environment, changing culture, and yet try to stay, you know, stay the, true to the the heart and mission He's called us to do. Mm-hmm. What is that mission? Well, our our mission and really our purpose is we want to help people know and share God's love in fresh, true, and inspiring ways. That's really what drives us. This this issue of the the great commandment, you know, of the the, the, the New Testament there when Jesus was asking, you know, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all your mind. And then the second is like unto it, to, you know, to love your neighbors yourself. And so we talk about that knowing the vertical relationship and then sharing that 
that love of Jesus and uh, in fresh, true, and inspiring ways. And and that purpose is really, you know, the foundation. But our, our vision, you know, you could say similar to what 2020 Love 2020 is about is is really our our vision is we want to see every person experience and express the life changing message of God's love. And mm. that's what our calling is and what our assignment is. And so we do that by we're not a church. Uh, we're we're a business that is working this out day by day and uh, working this. So we call it Monday through Friday work and doing it every day and living this out. But uh, we're not a parachurch organization. We're a business that is really trying to provide tools and, and um, resources for mm-hmm. people to share the love of Jesus in fresh, you know, true and inspiring ways. James, let me just, I'm going to challenge you a little bit here. I know you're the, you're the CEO of Dayspring and, and, you know, everybody knows about Dayspring and nobody knows about Jim Brangenberg. I'm still going to challenge you. You said you're not a church. How many employees do you have there at Dayspring? <laughs> well, we have about 210 right now. Gosh, you know, that that's double the size of the average size of any church in the United States of America. That's a pretty stinking big church because if you, <laughs> you and you are the lead pastor at that organization, are you not? <laughs> well, I, I am in, in that respect. I just, uh, as far as a a church building we are all called to share the love of jesus wherever Amen. we go and so that's that's the opportunity we have uh, on the, the business monday through friday and i just want to drive that home because so many people think well i, I don't work at a church yeah mm-hmm. but you know what we are the church mm-hmm. the church was never meant to be a building it's not about the buildings right. we've got nine right. trillion dollars of the buildings and we got a, a society that desperate needs <laughs> needs jesus and that's what you guys do every day you guys minister to the body of christ because you are part of the body of christ and what you do every day right we are very much so Kathy, you yeah. you were pretty excited about some of the things that Dayspring is doing right now. Why don't you um, uh, ask James about them? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> you walk in my house and I might look like a store uh, for Dayspring. <laughs> so uh, there's there so many things I love about Dayspring. I'd love to hear um, you know some background on them too. But to understand, especially in today's society, that Dayspring does make these. besides being fresh, true, and inspiring, they're beautiful and unoffensive. And so people think, um, oh, I'd like to write a card. Let's talk about cards for just a minute, because I don't know about you, but when I was a kid growing up and all the way into right now, uh, last week I got a card in the mail. And think about you're going through your bills, you're going through your advertisements, all the junk, all the this and that, and boom. There's a greeting card mm-hmm. and a handwritten note of encouragement. Somebody saying, I'm praying for you. Somebody saying, I'm thankful for you. Just this acknowledgement that you exist and that you're important to somebody's life. There's some sort of affection or appreciation that comes with it. So same thing for the workplace. Um, we're losing the art of a handwritten card. And so I want to challenge all of our listeners. We're always looking for action steps. So I want to challenge all of our listeners to go out, get a day spring card, and give it right a handwritten message telling somebody how you feel about them, how you thank God for them. You're glad that you're they're part of your team at work. You know they need some sort of encouragement because you've been listening to their conversations. They need some sort of comfort. They need to be given courage. Um, send a card to your kids or your grandkids, letting them know that you're proud of them that you thank God for them. Um, it, don't just say thank you, but yes, we're losing the art of writing a thank you note. Um, but also let let them know that you thank God 
for them or that you're praying for them. Congratulate somebody on a promotion. Um, instead of being competitive in the workplace, you That's know, right. give give encouragement. Good idea. And uh, I'm happy you're part of my team. Or maybe there's some painful transition. Maybe there's a restructure. Maybe there's a buyout. Maybe there's <laughs> whatever the trials and tribulations of the workplace can be. Give them a card, but the day spring cards have scripture in them. And it is a way to say, here's what God says to you and about you in a very unoffensive way. It's truth that's beautiful and inspiring, um, and maybe the first truth that they might have ever received. I'm, so uh, I don't know if James wants to add anything. Well, to I'm that, thinking you ought to buy a box of them. Creative group. Oh yeah. yeah. I think you probably ought to buy a box at a time though, not just buy one. Let's have a box sitting in your desk drawer. Well, I want to go back to Kathy. What you said, I, I get excited listening to you, Kathy. I'm I'm ready to start going buy some more day spring cards. You know? and, <laughs> uh, I, I get excited listening because you know it, it is so true that that you know relationships still matter, and you know. Uh, Electronic things are great, but a but a paper product, paper greeting card, a note, you know, does something to lift your spirit, you know, and and yeah. you know, words. We we talk about words and pictures company, but we we seek to be relevant and and as you said, beautiful. We try to be unique, uniquely creative, and what that looks like, and uniquely insightful and in message, and really seeking the Lord. And what do you have to say to the situation, Lord? And how do we how do we write to that? And then. And what's the Holy Spirit speaking to you personally? But you can write a personal note there, and it's just a—it is just exciting when we when we get a few letters back when we see people's lives touched, and those are just things when we do sit back and say, "God, look what you're up to," and and we get a chance to be a part of that. James, uh, Martha's sister's name is Mary, and you had something. Uh, you said there's like a new product line called Mary and Martha. Yes, it's a, it's a it's really a home party business that we launched a number of years ago. And so, if you think about the three big ways to get day spring products, will be in retail stores, as we just talked about around the country, mm-hmm. uh, but also online through dayspring.com. And then we have uh, a home party business we launched many years ago called Mary and Martha. And think of uh, you know you can think of Pampered Chef or some of the models that have been mm-hmm. out there for years. There are there are you know, hundreds of products available that through these home parties and through women all across the country, and and we have you know, eight to ten thousand gatherings a year, and we we'd love to see that grow. And so, uh, the chance to really get together with other women and help help them not only build a business but share their faith in their community, and just even part of of uh, our our work is a, a way for us to share products that have scripture or scriptural truth. Uh, messages of love, joy, and encouragement to that, that really uh, get that. So we have a lot of beautiful, beautiful items uh, and gift items and gift things that are really uh, speak that. And then we also have a publishing business uh, that we launched a few years ago. So now we have children's books. We have many uh, gift books and, and things along that line that really are opportunities. So the gifts, the, the publishing, the books, and the greetings, uh, stationery notes, calendars, Think, think about it as a resource for sharing your, your heart and God's love. And we are, when you, when you have that need to share the love of Jesus, Dayspring provides that and gives you that opportunity. Kathy Branzell, 
You are yes. president of National Day of Prayer and um, director for the Love2020.com um, conversation that we get to have every month here on I Work For Him. Um, tell us, uh, you wanted to um, talk about some wall that Dayspring has. Yes, and uh, you know, for me, the uh, I want to talk about decor in the workplace for a second, and then we'll talk about this wall because it's actually part of the decor of James's workplace. Okay. But I want people to understand you can absolutely, positively put a wooden block, a picture, a poster, uh, anything like that in your workplace. If there's other people in your workplace who have, you know, their religious things up. I mean, you if you walk around your office right now, you will probably see all sorts of idols. You'll see a Buddha. You'll see a Hindu goddess. You'll see, you know, all these things that people put up in the name of decor. But understand that decor is, it's, 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 it's so much more than that, um, that it actually points to the architecture of your life. Hmm. And so understanding that uh, Jesus is, is uh, the architect of my life. He doesn't just decorate my cubicle, but what it does is it lets people know who you follow and what your beliefs are. It shines a light into your lifestyle that grabs people's attention so that when they have troubles, when they need someone to pray, when they need someone to talk to, they're going to come to you. People who might be um, your worst enemies, who might speak bad um, of God in front of you just to try to get a rise out of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are the same people that when trouble and tribulation comes, they're going to come slink into your office and say, "Um, I can't believe I'm asking you this, but would you pray for me? (laughs) And that's a time to humbly say, I would love to. I would love to, and, and you with all the forgiveness and all the love of Jesus in your heart, mm-hmm. you get to live out that lifestyle that you've decorated your office in. And so with that, oh no, oh no, that, when you with it, James, you're gonna have to hold on to that because when we come back, you'll get to okay. hear the story of the wall at Dayspring. So we were talking right before the break. We were talking about decor because Dayspring has so many, many, many beautiful items and journals and calendars and wood blocks with inspiration on it and so forth. And and how it says when somebody walks into your office or your home, this is who I am. It's not just what I do, but it's my who. And at Dayspring, at their headquarters, which I had the privilege to visit, there is a wall that says uh, who they are and what they do, and and I love it. James, would you just share with us your quote um, right there that's on that wall that we all love so much? Well, yeah. The uh, first of all, when you when you walk in, and Kathy had privilege to to uh, be able to introduce her to Dayspring here in Arkansas, and we're just privileged and thank you for coming. But our first of all, our wall when we walk in has our mission and our our vision and our values on the wall because I I always when I introduce people to Dayspring I say we're a words and pictures company mm-hmm. and we really are trying to take you know the words uh, uh, scripture or scriptural truth and put that into relevant contemporary ways that people can express that and use beautiful artwork and beautiful gifts that express that but uh, in the in the mid 90s when I was uh, taking over my role to lead Dayspring the as the people begin to ask me, are we a business or a ministry? And 
over a period of time and and i've gone to you know i was i was seeking the lord lord we're we're a hundred percent ministry but we're a hundred percent business we're not 50 50 and our message is still jesus and so i just wrote down a phrase that uh has become a, you could say a little bit of our mantra and our and our essence of dayspring is our, our motivation is ministry that's what drives us because we want to see people come to know jesus that's at the end of the day, what <clears throat> gets us up in the morning, that's what gets us excited, that we want to see people come to know the Lord. And, and, but our method is business. And so the, you could say our, our role on Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, is, is a business world that we're living in. And so our, you could say our mission field is our business, and mm-hmm. it is that. But it's the products, the tools. We're a for-profit business, and our parent company, Hallmark, uh, has given us a great privilege to continue to operate and do what we do. But our message is Jesus, and we just present Jesus 7,000 different ways through all the products and the tools that we have, and we live that out. So that on our wall there is that little phrase that says, our motivation is ministry, our method is business, and our message is Jesus. And it's just that integration of, of those together that we seek to live out every day. I want to share one thing, and then I, James, you, this will give you a second to think about it. I want you to talk about um, how your heart for impacting change instead of change impacting you. And so you, you can decide how you want to tell that story or, or um, how detailed or not. But one of the things that James talked about that I want to go back, the prayers to share. Um, I have Right now I have 100 pass-along promises. Um, from God. And so think about tearing off this piece of paper. It's beautiful. It's already designed. It looks like the outside of a greeting card. And it says, today, I ask God to take away any pressure you are feeling. Sometimes expectations overwhelm us and make us feel like we are not enough. For God, just saying yes is enough. And then there's a scripture and there's a quote. It says, hard and holy service is not a prerequisite for receiving God's grace. So those are just kind of the inspirational, encouraging, non-offensive things, one of 7,000 or more that Dayspring produces. So I gave James a second to think. So James, we experience change in our lives, a lot of things that we can't control in our lives. And so if you want to speak to that as a, a president, as a CEO, a, a chief encouragement officer there at Dayspring, um, share, share in these final, these final minutes. Well, I think, you know, what came to mind, Kathy, is the, the, the culture and the things that we're living in. And I, I've been here 38 years and, and been doing this a, a number of years. But, you know, the, the thing that you know, I, I'd say a little saying that, you know, God, God never changes. The world around us is changing all the time, but God never changes. But he's, God is, God is, you know, the scripture today is, it's, it's contemporary, applies to our contemporary life. And, and so, you know, we, we believe it's through prayer that we receive God's direction and blessing. And we, prayer is foundational here, uh, as we have always, our founders, that was something that, that they, they uh, practiced, but I saw every day that they didn't, as they set up and prayed and, and you know, worked, worked at that, then they got up and said, we're going to do what we do today, go about doing God's business, just as Jesus did. And so... We believe prayer is the foundation of, of who we are and what we do. And, and what we seek to do is we want to be contemporary. We want to be relevant. But we, we I call, hold the scripture in front of the world and say, Lord, what, what does your word have to say about that? And how do we share 
this in a, as you said, a non-offensive way that is you know, a message of joy, hope, and encouragement. You know, everyone needs encouragement. Everyone needs hope. That's not something that uh, people, you know, get upset at you when you when you give them a word of encouragement. They aren't upset about that. They don't, uh, you know, look look away. But they say, hey, everybody has needs. And everybody has opportunities to share. So, so prayer is our foundational piece that we believe. You know, the eternal truths of Scripture are still relevant to our contemporary life, and that we are using that as a guide uh, to help us through culture, through environment, but not putting the culture in front of the, you know, we call the scripture to say, you know, does culture dictate how we're going to behave and respond? And we just, that's really a foundational piece here. And, and for each of us as, as believers, is how do we do that every day in a way that's effective? So James, how are you mm. doing that within the walls of Dayspring? So I, you know, when you guys are looking outwardly focused, you're wanting to impact the world through the scripture, mm-hmm. but what's happening within the walls with your own employees? Because they're humans who still have daily trials and struggles and deadlines and pressures and yes. you know performance issues and things like that. So what's what are you able to do to help to drive the culture there at Dayspring? That's a great question, Martha. And, and you know what? I think we do... Um, we practice, you know, every day. As we, you know, and let me back up there and say, you know, every day does. I tell people, most every day still feels like work. You know? <laughs> we come into work, and and we have things to do. We have deadlines. We have sales objectives. We have product things that we have that we right. do. But I think about, you know, equipping. When I when I you know grew up, I went to school, right, and then I went to college, and I was working to be equipped so I could be effective at my my role. Well, we. We give a, uh, have a number of things we do here that, that we have, and we believe prayer is a foundation. So we have what we uh, call it gatekeepers, and gatekeepers is something we launched about 15 years ago. And, and if you go back to the book of Nehemiah and you think about those 10 gates around the city that mm-hmm. he uh, and rebuilt, is we, we have prayer groups uh, based on those 10 gates, and we've written a contemporary mess or, you know, prayer needs of what those gates represented at that point. Uh, in history to what they represent today. And so we go every week meeting to pray over those gates and mm. about culture and environment. And so that we give everyone the opportunity to do that. It's not, these are, we're a business. And so we, we have, these are volunteer roles that people can do, but we have, you know, a hundred people every week that are in those groups that are praying awesome. for 30 minutes every week uh, together in, in small groups. <laughs> we have a core values course that we teach is here's who, what we believe and why and right. And yes, that doesn't that doesn't uh, affect my job every day. But here's who we are and what we do, and and why we do that. And so we have different speakers come in, and and like Kathy, like others, to speak people that are that are living out their faith in their workplace. That we is have cool. Speakers come in. So we 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 just seek to try to keep the main thing the main thing. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com.